from an undisclosed location somewhere in North America, Rocky Stucci is the situation in room. the Situation Room. <laughs> Scotty Roberts' favorite music, ladies and gentlemen, a little heavy freaking metal. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I know you're just digging. I think, you know what, I might have to do do a new intro maybe with some celtic music maybe a little uh little bagpipes you know what i'm saying Robert? Little, little bagpipes a little boiled in lead they're a great celtic band uh maybe uh ah the tim malloys i used to listen to them every tuesday night we go down to the uh the dubliner pub in st paul and it's the old it was the old uh oh you'd know this from the old days uh the something box uh, over on University and uh, Sandbox, I don't know. Nah, I can't remember now. With the, the old name of it, it's not important. It's not important, Roberts. Nobody's important. gonna go. <laughs> Dubliner now. Uh, yeah, but the Tim Malloys, they play bloody Irish music. Bloody Irish music, folks. Hey, happy Monday to each and every one of you. We do appreciate you being here, Rocky Stucci Situation Room, right here at Mojo Five O Radio. Of course, me, the emotional meatball, the Godfather of freaking talk radio, Rocky Stucci, and on the other side of the microphone, the big. Freaking cannoli, Scotty freaking Roberts, my brother. How you doing? How you doing? So, Scotty, I want to I want to open this up in regards to some happenings uh, that I've just witnessed over the weekend. There's there's always these paranormal events that that are going on throughout the Twin Cities, or not the Twin Cities, right, the United right. States, the United States. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, we got a lot of mutual friends that are on TV. And we've had this discussion before. I, I get a little irritated with the community. And uh, it sometimes it festers with me because, you know, in like any type of research that we do, whether it be political research, uh, whether it be current event stuff, you know, historical research, biblical research, there's always that part to where we need to figure out ways to bring some truth or facts or common sense thinking, at least common sense thinking to the table, even if it's theoretical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I do. And you know, it bothers me because some of these TV personalities that a lot of people in this country look up to as something that doesn't exist in this field, which would be labeled an expert, it, it bothers me on their form of production in regards to how they portray uh, paranormal investigations. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we talked about this before, uh, like talking to flashlights. Uh, K2 meters, yeah. EMF meters. Um, there's so many different things. Photography. You know, there's so many different things that we could eliminate, whether something be paranormal or not. Mm -hmm. um, but I, my biggest problem is, and I'm not saying one thing I just said isn't legitimate, because I'm yeah. sure in one way or form or another, there could be some legitimacy uh, to using specific devices. You know, it's funny you bring this up. I My wife was watching some offbeat paranormal show on Amazon today. Oh. You know, you and I could do a show and put it up on Amazon. Um, you don't have to be on a network to do that. Yeah, we could do a show. And we could do a show. A real good um, damn show, a too. A really good show. And uh, I'm telling you, I watch a show, their production value is okay, but mm -hmm. they were no different. They were the same old, same old. As I was saying when I was watching it, there's only so many ways you can conduct a paranormal investigation in a haunted house. Right. Um, it's the personalities and it's the way you do things. It's the way you handle yourself, your credibility yep, issue. Yep. 
Well, anyway, they had they were interviewing uh, Lloyd Auerbeck, if you know who Lloyd Auerbeck mm. is. And uh, uh, he's a researcher, a, a very, I think, a very credible person. All right. And um, they asked him about the flashlight thing because they were doing a flashlight thing. Oh, boy. Here we go. And he talked about uh, what he called psychokinesis. Yep. Uh, and he said, many times what you're seeing when this is a working thing, it's something that's being produced that's as real as, say, I don't know, a ghost tapping on your window or something. If you hear a tap on a wall. Sure. There's no reason a ghost can't turn on a flashlight if it's got the energy to do it. And now I'm using the term ghost. It could be, as you and I have said a million times, we talk about this stuff. It could be anything. Right. You don't right. know what it is. But he was talking about that. And in this particular video with this particular team, one thing I noticed is something you and I have mentioned before. It's not just the phenomenon. It's that the phenomenon happens on the heels of your asking for it. It answers a direct question. Mm -hmm. uh, it does, like I saw three different times, this particular group said, now, can you turn on that flashlight again on my three count? One, two. Oh, my God, Rocky, that just came on, didn't it? I think we caught a shadow. That was so person. weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody right. run. It's a shadow person. So, and, oh, it's, so, you know, one, two, three, poosh. Yep, yep. Flashlight come on. So here, here's my thing, and it's, it's you, you, you've gone down the exact road. See, this is why me and Cannoli work so well together, because we, we um, had no idea we were even going to talk about this when we started the program. Not really. Uh, but you know, some ideas of other things. But, but see, and, and this year is going to segue into what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Obama tonight and his being able to order machine guns online and, and um, a few other different things. I just wanted to start this as a light conversation like light conversation, right? Light. Oh, so ching. So here, here's the thing I have, and because I was watching a program, I'm not going to say any names because I know you're really good friends with these people. Um, and I, but I'm, I'm pissed off, Roberts. I'm pissed off because. So here's this is a regular flashlight, folks. It's just a regular flashlight. Look at you push a button, and the flashlight turns on. Yep. Okay, the lights that they use in paranormal investigation for TV, nationally syndicated television programming with millions of viewers, they use that mag light where you got to twist it to turn it on. Right. And um, see, here's my thing, Scotty. I, again, I'm not saying that it's not effective. I'm not saying it is effective. All I'm saying is that there's a logic. There, there's a whole handful of reasons. That could logically explain while that light is turning on and off. Now, I'll, my I'll point is, is the last you, time I tried a flashlight thing was about 10 years ago. I get it though. But if you can use a flashlight like this, where you push the button and that, that some bitch turns on now yep. we're having a conversation. Yep. Uh, a flashlight. If you just have to twist it to disconnect mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The, the electrical the current. It'll be the, yeah. If you, if you just disconnect it and you wait for a spirit to reconnect it in answering you, right. You know, you can set up a flashlight and just screw it back a little bit. And if I go, ah, that it loud yep, enough, yep, yep. that sound wave could actually move it and right. set the light off. So I found that, like I say, it's been 10 years. I was at the Stanley hotel. I used yeah. it. It seemed to be effective, but it was not something I wanted to continue to use. It was too much of a fad for me 10 years ago. And I've never done it since, you know, so. and, and so we have these TV shows where, I mean, TV shows, I mean, well rated oh, TV yeah. shows and they're talking to freaking flashlights and, and it bothers yeah. me. And so now I wanted to start out with that because I want to get to the bigger picture.
I also want to compare what we're referring to right now in regards to all topics of conversation. And sometimes, and I'm just as guilty of doing this. I was really guilty years ago uh, because a lot of what I did was emotional based. It was emotionally based. It was emotionally charged. And something that I learned over time is that through that emotion in regards to any subject, I was not doing justice towards the people that were using me as a source of truth or a source of information or a source of conversation. I was, I was, my emotions were charging their emotions and the more emotionally charged we've got in these conversations, we actually found ourselves moving further and further and further away from the truth and the actual facts, because you know, what's got you, me, the listeners, do we get really pissed off about a lot of things that are going on oh, in yeah. the world right now? And it's easy. And again, I am the first to raise my hand. So no hate emails, please. I'm the first to get charged in regards to some of the bullshit that we encounter every single day. I get really charged in regards to the hypocrisy that we face every single day. Roberts. Yep. Uh, and I agree with you. And I have found myself more and more lately putting this hashtag at the end of posts when I'm talking politically. I just say, look, uh, even if it's somebody I vehemently oppose their point of view, I'll say, look, I appreciate your input, uh, but here's the way I see it. And keep in mind, I said, are we dealing with this subject from an emotive basis or are we dealing with it? I said, we all have emotions. We all bring them to the table. The question is, do we govern our thinking and our, our critical thinking and our decision-making process based solely on our emotions. So I always put the hashtag facts over feelings, yeah, man. substance over symbolism. And uh, uh, I always use the hashtag too. Facts don't care about your feelings. That's right. You know, And it, uh, people think that's so cold, but it's not. It's Facts don't care about what I feel. No, and they never have, and they never will. Never will. You know, and, and um, there's another thing too. I'm going over and I'm doing some research, and um, I found... Trevor Loudon is a friend of the show and, mm -hmm. uh, Trevor Loudon, uh, what was the, what was the last documentary that he did? I'm a little slow off the kick here, Roberts. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I I'm not familiar with him by just the mention of his name. To tell you the truth. Well, Sorry, was, no, 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 no. God damn it. Dang it. Damn. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for that. Cause we can't say GD on the radio, but I just did. Oh, I'm going to take the oh, bullet whoops. on it. Um, Trevor Loudon, um, he, he was referring to the Southern border crisis. So when we talk okay. about the Southern border crisis, the general population, we get super pissed off about it. And, and when we get really upset and pissed off about it, we can't rationalize. It's hard for us to step out of that matrix to look from the outside and to actually try. What's the matter, Roberts? What's going on over there? You hearing things in okay. your room? Talking. Uh oh, we got some here. Like a low flying airplane. Ooh. I feel like there's a strafing run on my house or something. Maybe they're spraying your house, dude. Ooh, maybe. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, with that. no, not at all, man. I just a headset on. I can't tell. I, I thought, is that coming from my room or where is that? But I've seen this this article from Epoch Times because Trevor, um, he writes for Epoch Times. He's a contributor right. to Epoch oh, yeah. Times. I know Epoch Times. Yep. And uh, he said that in regards to, because what I've seen today is that we're getting a bunch of African migrants now starting to come up through the Mexican, but we've always, we've always had them. We've always had the Asian, we've always had the African, but we're starting to get this big flux now. And, and, you know, we've had this conversation 
from a non-emotional and from an emotional standpoint, because I get pissed off that we sit idle in regards to what's going on in the southern border. I feel once I get pissed off that I'm not doing justice towards the people that are listening because I'm pissed off about it. Um, yep. I find myself calling people cockroaches and thugs more than I am bringing factual information and 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 good theories to the line of why this is really happening. But I've seen this, Robertson. It says that in regards to the southern border, he said that this is an orchestrated communist assault on America to destroy America's borders, to create confusion in America, to overwhelm the system politically because America is the communists' main en- enemy and if you can't bring it down through nuclear weapons, you bring it down through illegal immigration, which is maybe just as effective as a long run in the long run. Then it says here, you can see what 15, 16, 20, 25 million new Democratic voters is going to do to this country. You will lose Texas. You will lose Florida. You will lose Georgia, Arizona, North Carolina. There will never be ever another Republican conservative president in our lifetime. And then he said, here you will have a one-party state in America, and that is the plan, That is the plan, and this is why sure they are allowing this to happen. How do you I talk about that. this, Scotty, without getting pissed off? Uh, you don't. Uh, it pisses me off. Yeah, man. And it's, uh, um, you know, there's something, when I was back in ministry, we used to have this phrase uh, talking about the human heart. We'd say, if the, if the, devil, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. And uh, the the point behind that was obvious. If, if if he can't get you to do bad things, he'll get you so busy you're not doing good things. Uh, and so you take that thinking, that principle, and extrapolate that over into politics. Um, if communism can't just come in and walk over us and take us over, they'll make us busy in 100 different fronts. Yeah. And uh, I think this is what you got going on with migration and I immigration. I. I get so tired of what's the pet answer you get from every one of these people that want to open up our borders. Oh, we're all immigrants. We all come from immigrants. It's like you say it so perfectly, too. You say it so perfectly. Say it again, Robert. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Well, we all come from immigrants. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, (laughs) that's the way it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I came from immigrants. But you know what? My immigrants came. and, And I use this argument. I say. I'm a Native American. And they said, but you're not an indigenous person. And I go, yes, I am. You know why? I said, because my relatives came here in 1710. Mm-hmm. 17 F and 10. F and 10. Uh, and I say, you tell me, how many centuries does my family need to be here yep. before I am Native American and indigenous to this nation? Right. So, okay, I get what they're saying. And I'm okay with Native American rights. I got no problems with that. Oh, yeah, we covered this extremism. deeply. Yeah. And so, and it's the same thing with all of this other stuff where I bring that up because that gets brought up about me being, well, you were an immigrant once. I'm like, so what? Mm-hmm. So what? So what? Let me ask you. What about you. Irish immigration? Right. Back in the 20s? I said, they came in by the millions. I said, you know why they can't do that anymore? Times are different, buddy. Do people it's understand? Hundred years ago. Do people understand how uneducated they? I know they think they sound really smart with that rebuttal, but do they yeah. truly, really understand how uneducated no. they come across when they talk like that? I don't think they do because, and you know, I've had this discussion. I think we brought it up maybe a little on Thursday or Friday of last week, but in uh, uh, I belong to a uh, subscribe to a to a, a group Irish Central. Yeah. 
and it's about Irish in America and so on and so forth. Okay. Now, I'm not Irish, but I'm Celtic enough that I like the Irish Times. Okay. I like the Irish uh, Central. I'm Scottish and Welsh, but I like the I Ireland stuff, too. Anyway, all that to say, I have found that I signed up for that like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I get their newsletter and the email. And then a few years ago, they were doing the web, or they're doing the Facebook. And I love getting their posts about heritage, about right. all kinds of stuff, yeah. Irish and Celtic and all of that. And so, but now every single friggin' post I see from Irish Central is slamming Trump. Right. It's like they have taken on their mission is now to slam Trump. And I'll go in and I'll make comments on some of those. And then people are like, oh, you're just the fascist. <laughs> or, or, or it's, uh, um, what is it? Like, oh, troll alert. Right. And I'm, I'm like, what makes me a troll? I said, yeah. I am a member of this group. Probably been here longer than you have as a member of this group. Troll and alert. And subscribe to the magazine. And I get the newsletter. And I said, I have every right to say my piece. Just because I disagree with your idiotic viewpoint doesn't mean I'm a troll. And, uh, and so we get into these. And I try not to argue. I try to use common sense. That is where I've used the hashtag facts over, over feelings, please. Yeah, man. Uh, over and over again is over there. And so I see all this crap, and I hear all this stuff about immigration. Did you know, and I have it up on my computer here. I was going to mention this tonight. There is a new ad, and I'm just going to mention this. We don't have to discuss it in great detail. But there's this new ad in uh, Great Britain. Uh, the headline says, watch. Sky News promo has Trump casting giant diaper-clad shadow across the UK ahead of his state visit. And uh, it shows, like, the Queen and the Royal family, they're all looking up outside of Buckingham, and they've got a big shadow coming over them and over the land and all of this. And then it shows what looks like a, a Macy's Day yep. raid balloon of Trump. Yep. Now, I didn't see a diaper, so uh, I would take issue with them for putting that in the, uh, in the headline. But uh, this is the way um, that the UK is treating him right now over there. I was, um, and, I was having a deep thought the other day in regards yes. to all of this. Deep thoughts. It was deep thought. Is uh, You know, I got to start writing these thoughts down. It's usually when I'm laying down or I'm, I'm trying just to regroup. I, I get these yep. thoughts that, you know, I do these mini shows in my mind. I know you do it, too. It usually just, hits you at like 3 in the morning. It does, dude. It feeling. freaking does. It really does. But, um, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking about our political atmosphere. And, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's as simple as this. It's political theatrics that is very well crafted and designed to separate a population strictly in order to garner a vote. So it's, it's, yeah. it's basically what they're putting you into a position of is what mafia family do you want to join? And which one do you think is going to be yeah. the most powerful and which one is going to give you as many free things as possible? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dead rabbits. I want to be part of the dead rabbit. It, it, dude, it, it's crazy. You know, you bring up when you brought up what's going on in the UK, you know, and I've been watching Sadiq Khan. I've been watching what that psychopathic lunatic has oh. been saying in regards to Trump's visit. Um, and by the way, Trump has a pretty snazzy freaking haircut for the trip with the queen. I'm telling you, he got a new do. You oh, did he? No, I haven't seen his new do. Okay, so I got. A, did he actually get it all trimmed up? I'm going to send it to you right now. And I'm going to see if I can share the picture here. Let's, let me copy this, and then I'll send it to you on Facebook Messenger. We are very pleased with your new haircut. But, you know, and then I look at 
what's going on here in the United States. And yeah. um, I, I'm looking at the behavior of people, dude. And it is it is so absurd. I'm looking, you know, you're talking about people flying a big balloon at Trump or, it, you know, and, and it's messed up because if somebody flew a balloon of Obama like that, a lot of us would be cheering and high five on one another. They do it to Trump, we get pissed oh, off. Dude. And if you are emotion, if you are emotionally attached and hypocritical in that attachment, then you're really part of the problem. And so I have to train myself over, you're trying to figure out what I'm saying here. I had to train myself over the last probably 18 months in regards to, I just sent it to you. In, okay. in, 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 I see it. You still need to get rid of the mullet. Yeah, I know. You it. know I'm sorry. President, a president, I don't care if I support you or not. If you're my president, you better lose the mullet. No, I forgot what I was saying. He's, he's, the hair looks good, I by the way. I forgot what I was looks saying. looks good, but he's still I, got I know, the, all those little locks hanging in the back. I, I know like I had that. a really good thought, but now I can't remember. Oh, sorry. It's because I'm talking. It's gone. What was I talking about, Roberts? Uh, we were talking about uh, the visit uh, to the Queen with the new haircut. We were talking about. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, help. you know. And then I think about the Middle Eastern events. Uh, you know, Israel yeah. is bombing Syria. Most mm -hmm. people don't even know why Israel's bombing Syria. You know, they're just bombing Syria. Um, you know, it's it's. I try to be very careful these days when I bring these subjects to the table because. These rabbit holes of the Middle Eastern affairs, um, you know, immigration, when we talk about our economy, when we talk about all these pressing things that we talk about, we're always arguing, Roberts, about the things that are on the surface. We're never yep. digging into the root of what's causing this because really, honestly, and I'm not saying this to be a dick, but the root of what usually causes this is from our own hands, from, from our political oh, yeah. corruption and the corporatocracy that has literally taken over this entire planet. Yep. And you know what? The United States, I think we're always going to be here. America will always be here in one form or another. But at the same time, I think if there are certain elements of thinking in the United States that take over, America will be here, but it will never be the same. So really quick, we got two minutes. Now, Trevor Loudon was saying that yeah. this illegal immigration coming up through the southern border is part of the communistic agenda. We, we're not even talking about the radical Islamic agenda. We're just talking about the communist agenda. Right. If this does not get resolved, what is your vision of this country in 20 years? Um, overrun, first of all. Um, Broke? Well, well, no. You know what I think will happen? Um, let me retract that a little bit. It'll start being overrun. What I think is going to happen is what usually happens. And it's one of the articles I have tonight mentions this, mm -hmm. this uh, phenomenon that you see is people criticize, 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 and then Trump or the right or somebody will do something and then their criticism falls flat on its face. Mm -hmm. I think what you're going to see most probably, if this continues in the vein it is without being stopped or plugged up, plugged up. you're going to see such a problem that the left is going to have to come back around and they're going to say it's too late. We've got this huge problem on our hands now that we don't know how to take care of. And it's going to be another reason to, we will fight for you to bring America back to where it was right. before we had an overrun with, uh, with immigration, yep. you know, and I can see future interviews now. Well, we oppose Trump because he's a narcissist psycho, a psychopath. And that's why we wouldn't let him build the wall. But that's why today we think it needs to be done now. We weren't going to give it to Trump, but uh, we have to give it to ourselves. You know, this is going to happen. I, I picture this coming. 
There's going to be a turnaround. It'll be a flip over, but it'll be after there's almost chaos and catastrophe. Well, could this go back to the nineties? Uh, you, the, the democratic yeah. party was, was leaning to be libertarian because they wanted border security. They wanted That's illegal right. immigration out of here. But uh, anyway, oh, folks, Joe Biden, I heard him say something last night. We'll get this in the next segment. All right, so we are at the bottom of the... It's a little rough start for the cannoli and the frickin' meatball. This is our Monday show, so everybody's being a little bit patient with us, but we go all weekend with all these different things to say, and then when we finally get the chance to say it, we're stumbling over our words. Anyways, yeah. folks, we appreciate you being here. Rocky Stucci's Situation Room. Do not forget, visit the website, streamingtalkradio.com. All of our information is right there, and do not forget, visit Mojo Bible. Dot com mojo50.com look at the amazing lineup they have right there but anyways we're gonna go catch our breath when we come back a lot more to cover folks don't go anywhere stand by Folks, just like Miss Audrey, just put in that chat room. Hashtag that baseline, though. Welcome back to the second segment of Rocky Stucci's Situation Room right here on Mojo 5.0 Radio. Scotty, I got to do a read here. All let, right. Let me get this bad boy out of the way really, really quick. Uh, a lot of you guys are, everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has, even six-year-olds have cell phones now. But uh, Patriot Mobile the desperate left is creating chaos that we don't that we won't be able to reverse if we don't stop it now. Extreme far left politicians have become unhinged. Media bias is at an all time high and uh, running rampant. You don't have to shop at liberal cell phone companies that fund liberal agendas to take away your freedom. You can support your values with veteran led Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone company provided reliable nationwide coverage. It's easy to switch, keep your same phone number, bring your own device or buy a new one, and join no hint fees, no roaming fees, and no liberal agenda. At Patriot Mobile, more than $2 million has been used to support your constitutional rights. Imagine what we would do with you on our side when you switch to Patriot Mobile. With unlimited talk, text plans starting as low as $25 a month, don't wait. Visit PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo five O PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo five O. I got to work up on my live read there. It's the first time I actually read this one, and I started around that bad boy a little bit. But uh, Patriot Mobile folks, just go to their website, check it out. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo five zero. Now Roberts, yes sir, Mister Stucci, you have something that you want to bring to the table. I actually got in a little scuffle with somebody. I seen this article. And I made a comment on, I think it was the Daily Mail that published this article, and I made a comment in regards to what we're going to bring up here. And um, people are losing their freaking mind, bro. So where can I order a machine gun online, sir? I don't know where you can order one online. Oh, can you order one from, uh, 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 why is her name slipping from me? Our advertiser. Uh, oh, anyways, go ahead. Anyway, yep. um, um, boy, that was bad for me, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm not the one who does all the paperwork in the live reads. Rocky does that, on, so it's not brother. for my brain. Sorry. 
Um, but uh, Obama trashed the U.S. gun laws in while speaking in Brazil, claiming that Americans are out buying up machine guns without any kind of a regulation on it. Uh, now, first of all, the first thing that comes to my mind before I even get into the details of the article, what the hell is an American president, a former American president, out speaking in another country and decrying anything about America? Well, you know, we asked the same thing, like, why is one of our vice presidents going to Iran and telling the Iranian government yeah. how to deal with President Trump? Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, uh, how many former presidents have you seen out in our lifetimes mm -hmm. speaking out in the world and saying negative things about the sitting president who replaced him or bad things about America? You don't. You don't. You don't do that. Um, you just don't. Uh, even George Bush, who's not my favorite guy, George W., um, even he uh, kept his mouth shut on a lot of things. He's saying some things now, though, which is bothering me. We'll get into that another time. Did you time. know that the Bush family helped fund Hitler in building the railroads and concentration camps during World War II? Yeah, yeah, they were uh, military uh, capitalists. I can't stand uh, the Bushes. Uh, well, that's not the word, capitalist, that I'm looking at. Military, uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I know what it's, you mean. It's Monday. It, dude, we're, it's rough for us tonight, brother. We're... we're <clears throat> How much it is? You, I'm having a rough night. I can't remember our own advertiser name. My goodness. Uh, the arms, the arms company that advertises with us. I can't think of their name off the top of my head for but some reason. Go ahead with the article, I'm, brother. Go ahead with the article. Anyway, with the article. And uh uh Barack Obama was abroad speaking in Brazil at a tech conference. And uh, that's fine. Presidents can speak wherever the hell they want. If they get a uh, little per diem and, uh, you know, but, uh, and by the way, I did hear that uh, Obama got, uh, what was it, $600,000 for speaking at some event, and he was making mention of, this is a different topic, but making mention of uh, the immigration problem, but I don't see him putting up his money. He's an idiot. Put up or shut up. I can't stand shut um, up, Obama. That 600000 could have gone a long way to helping other people. Mm. Uh, instead of lining his pockets. But I don't begrudge anybody the money they make. Let's just leave it there. I want to make that money. <clears throat> I'd make that money. Dude. Um, you know, you give me one show like that, and I'll donate others. <laughs> so, I'll travel the world, brother. Year. I will travel the world with that kind of money. Yeah, but I, I do think when, you're, when you've got plenty to fall back on already, and you preach what you preach, and you get paid that, now I don't know that he hasn't donated to things, but some of the stuff he's talking about, I'm like, why don't you shut up and give your $600,000 fee to that cause, and maybe maybe you'll show me you mean something, instead of just trying to make political hay and get somebody else elected in place of Trump. Uh, so anyway, uh, he was in Brazil, and he told the audience that America basically has no laws on or regulations on selling weapons, including what he called machine guns. I don't know. You could buy machine guns. I tried ordering uh, a tank you, on Amazon. You yeah yeah yeah. Is your tank come yet? It was supposed to be two day delivery, wasn't it? Dude, you know that there's over twenty thousand gun laws that exist today in the United States. Oh yeah, 
20,000. No, we are a well-regulated gun ownership. Uh, even though we have the right to own them and bear them, we've got tons of laws that just wrap all around that constitutional right. So now, the moment was captured on YouTube, and it's since been removed by the user, but not before it was shared on Twitter and Facebook. Obama said, some of you may be aware our gun laws in the United States don't make much sense. Anybody can buy any weapon anytime without, and then he had to pause as the foreign audience was applauding him and criticizing, and oh, criticizing yeah. the United States, applauding him in criticizing the United States. Uh, he then continued saying, you know, without much, if any regulation, they can buy it over the internet. They can buy machine guns. And Obama was speaking, uh, uh, the context of his speaking was with uh, parents after their children were murdered in the horrific Sandy Hook school shooting. Uh, that, that makes no sense. Uh, speaking of I don't know when to go. Oh, my bad, sorry. Oh, I really don't. Yeah, I thought I had the audio, but it's 48 minutes oh, long, so it's in uh, there somewhere. Yeah. You're going to hit the beginning and not, not catch yep. the actual. So uh, uh, he was expressing his pain and dismay at not being able to tell parents that the laws would change to prevent the easy purchase of machine guns. <laughs> However, the Sandy Hook shooter actually was prevented from purchasing a weapon by our laws. The kid who shot up, or the guy who shot up Sandy Hook couldn't buy. He was prevented by the laws and regulations that already exist pre-Sandy Hook. And in fact, that evil murderer had to steal a weapon to commit his heinous acts. He stole them from his own mother, whom he murdered first. Um, and, uh, uh, there was one guy put it this way. I don't know what sort of regulation Obama has in mind to prevent that scenario apart from a total ban and mass confiscation. How do you, how do you stop a psychopath who steals a weapon from his mom, murders his mom, then go shoots up a school? Uh, how is that somehow circumventing the law in the United States right. or, or the laws say that that he is responsible for that that we need more laws and uh this is uh, oh Allah Hundit said that he also pointed out obama was pitching america's lawlessness in a country that has a notoriously high murder rate about six times that of the united states and here's obama in that country saying that our laws are are unregulated and, of course, weapons are regulated in the United States. We all know this. We're all Second Amendment people. We all know that our laws are already, that there's laws that already regulate the purchase of a gun. And in many laws, both state and federal govern their purchase, their sale, their use, their manufacture, and even more. And the many intricate debates over gun laws that happen within our borders may not trans well translate well in countries that have their own systems it doesn't mean they don't exist but obama obviously wasn't going for facts as he usually does and as the left usually does he's not going for facts when he's in brazil speaking to them he was indulging one of america's american liberalism's favorite pastimes criticizing america to an audience abroad he's done that a lot He's done that a lot. He did as, that in, in the president. first couple of years of yep. his of his uh, presidency. The apology tour. Oh, you know, speaking the of apology tour, a, a mutual friend. Again, I won't say his name, but sure. he he posted a meme today 
in regards to the Obamas. Uh, congrats to the first family that gave America eight straight years of no scandals. Can we get a million shares? Oh, I've, I think I've seen that or yeah. something like that before. Yep. Uh, so Obama had no scandals in his White House? Dude, so, you know, when he was going out, when he was leaving the office, he said that numerous you know, there's that download process. White House, an administration yeah. that was transparent. Scandal-free. No scandal. And it's, dude, this is the part that I think you and I get frustrated the most. You're referencing Obama talking about being able to order machine guns. Dude, that was deliberate. Yeah. And the wording of that was fantastic because he said the word, he didn't say assault rifle. He didn't say anything else but machine gun. And even though you know it's a farce and the listeners know it's a farce, the viewers know it's a farce, I know it's a farce, we know for a fact we have thousands upon thousands of gun laws. We know for a fact you can't order a freaking machine gun. We can't. you got to have a special license just to be able to yep. operate a machine gun. Yep. But people still drink the stupid-ass Kool-Aid. Just like with this eight straight years of no scandals, People believe it because he's you know sad. what 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 he's really saying there is there are things we did in my administration that never got found out and so we had a scandal free eight years yeah and uh, um, for somebody like an Obama a past president of the United States to go who I supported as my president even though I disagreed with yeah, him yeah you know this I know this brother radio. But to to watch him go out and belittle America, and to tell a blatant lie like this, you may not be able to go. Well, he lied exactly right here. No, the whole thing is a farce to create a certain uh, picture of what we are about, and it's to support those who are running for office. He's not speaking to Brazilians. He's speaking to liberals in the United States. He sure is. He, he sure is. Because brother. nobody's going to look and double check. It's just like everything else we find, especially on the internet, nobody checks. And uh, um, that's a fact, Roberts. Hey, IRS targeting scandal. You have the VA waiting list. You have the GSA spending spree. You have the attack on Benghazi compound. You have the Clinton emails. You have the Fast and the Furious. You have the uh, Solyndra subsidies, whatever the heck. Yep. Yep. The Department of Justice and the new Black Panther Party. a job for Sestak, Joe Sestak, whoever that dude is. You probably know who he is. Oh, oh uh, the, the plumber. Yeah, plumber so Joe. you sit Isn't here, it? and you can just do a simple Google search, Obama scandals, and you're going to get pages upon pages upon pages upon yep. pages. But even with that, dude, I just pulled that up in three seconds. Yep. He can say it to the world, and there's a majority of the people that support Obama that will believe anything that comes out of that cockroach's mouth. I agree with you, and this is a problem. Would you slap? Want, o- would you slap Obama? Um, if I needed to, in the mouth. Uh, if I needed to, if if I heard him bad mouthing, <laughs> Scotty, I got be nice that. <laughs> you know, there's, we got a lot of we got a lot of cojones when we say, "Oh, I'd slap that guy or I'd punch him in the face." That's how we talk. But you know what? There aren't many people that I would not confront if I heard an average guy talking about my country that way. Boom. And mouth. I was in the present. I go, dude, shut the F up. Shut the F up, bro. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. And I would take him down uh, verbally in front of whatever crowd he was talking to. And uh, um, I got no compunction, no problem doing that. Slapping him in the face, it all depends on the close proximity <clears throat> and whether or not I was 
you know, chivalrous, chivalrously right. using my glove. I say uh, that I say that for humor. If it's for the record, yeah, I the know show. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I'm not trying to undo the humor. But in my imagination, uh, I beat the shit out of him, bro. Just oh, saying. dude. It's like uh uh I'm sorry, uh war started over less. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have and, a freaking uh, um, CIA at my house here by the time the show's done. Yeah. FBI. I, I I uh can't stand what he's doing out there. Yeah. And that nobody other than what sounds like just the complaining right mm -hmm. has anything to say about it. Yep. It would seem to me that a former president of the United States saying something that is untrue like that about our country ought to have something said officially. The Congress ought to say something. Uh, Mr. Obama, you need to shut up because, so, or you need to get your facts right. We had John McCain went over and he was in the sack with the Islamic rebels. It wasn't mm -hmm. ISIS for the record. There's always that meme that goes around that says, look, everybody, John McCain with ISIS. That wasn't ISIS members, and that, that wasn't al-Baghdadi. Um, we have yeah. people like Joe Biden, uh, John Kerry, John Kerry that go and speak on the behalf of the United States illegally, in my perception, uh, with radicalized countries that want the destruction of our country. They've done it with North Korea. They've done it with China. And they're doing it with Iran. Um, yeah. But but Scotty, we don't do shit. We can no. we bitch more to complain about it. We'll post a couple articles about it showing how disgusted we are, but nothing changes. It continues to happen and people drink right. the Kool-Aid. Um, I would like to, and this is small potatoes, uh, call it grassroots, but it's small potatoes. I was having discussions with some people uh, over the last day on a post I put up, uh, just a simple post about the polls that said Trump's higher now yeah, than he has been. Yeah, I saw that, bro. I was there for the comments. And uh, I got all kinds of people coming and saying what a liar he is and all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. I had an old friend of mine come in who's well-known nationally, uh, came in and was criticizing me, uh, saying anybody that supports Trump, you know, uh, a liar, a sociopathic, uh, I'm sorry, a psychopathic narcissist like Trump has no morals. And I answered him, and I said, uh, now, I'm about it. I'm not amoral. I am not this, and I am not that. And I said, so I disagree with you. And uh, um, this is a place, and they were trying to point out what a liar Trump is. There's these lists of over 1,500 lies he's told. And I said, yeah, well, I've looked at those lists, and I see some things that are similar to Trump on one day will say, it's a gorgeous day outside in the Rose Garden. And uh, some senator will go, I was outside this morning and it was raining. You're lying. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's tantamount to the kinds of yep. lies more than 90% of these things are. So they're either uh, they're, they're, uh, uh, exaggerations he's made or misspeaks or he didn't have the facts in front of him and he grabbed a number out of his head. Something like that. Oh, he's lying there. I don't think he's lying there. You want lying. I would love to go over into that post. You want, you want to see a lie? Go, go listen to what Obama said in Brazil about gun ownership, right. about buying machine guns right. online, right. Uh, about uh, our laws. First of all, the way he's talking about his own country, being a former president of this country, you know what he's doing? He's trying to align himself with the popular people, yep, that's the it. people who don't know a good, I was going to say a good GD, mm -hmm. about what's really going on and he's trying to show oh, i'm just one of you 
you know, because I, I see it too, and I'm going to, and he knows better. The problem is he knows better, and that's why it's a problem. Well, he's always been the puppet, brother, you know? So even if it goes I against like his. more now than I did when he was president. I don't even know what his morals are. You know what I'm saying? I, as, as, as Barack Obama, let's just pretend we didn't look at him as a Democrat or as an ex-president. Yep. I don't, if somebody was to explain to me what and who is ex-president Barack Hussein Obama, I really couldn't tell you. I can say he's a man who apologized for a country he represented. I'm going to say that he was a man who manipulated the people that respected and were the most loyal to him. Um, He was don't as the leader of this nation, get up in front of other nations and apologize for us. No, hell no. You don't even do that in business. I learned a long time ago. <clears throat> that you don't apologize when you're in business. That's right. You say things more like, hey, I appreciate your patience with me as I work through this or that or the other thing because we're, we do the best job out here and we're, we're constantly trying to improve. You don't go there, I'm so sorry I I'm screwed sorry. up your job. I'm sorry. You know, so there's that. Now, you know what this segues into? I started saying this before the break. Yep. I heard Uncle Joe Biden, I didn't want to call him Uncle Joe because it sounds familiar. Uh, Joe Biden was on, I saw him last night, complaining about, uh, he was saying things like, uh, he was giving the, and you've heard these speeches already, uh, he's given the list of things, and they don't give you coffee, and we'll give you coffee, and you know they don't let you drive your car, and we'll let you drive your car. You know, all that kind of palaver that comes out of his mouth. But he said something about children and the border, and and uh, we're not allowing people to come in, and we're restricting them. We're putting children in cages, and this and that. And I went, whoa, stop. And he didn't stop. He just went on his little list mm-hmm. and uh, uh, talking about children in you cages. You and your team need to get things done. And that is a lie. Right. And uh, um, I'm looking at, I saw this article today uh, that I wanted to bring up. Uh do we have any time? Yes, dude. Let me see. Yeah, we got time. We got about uh, uh, six minutes. Okay. Trump administration's DNA testing. That program at the border is quickly delivering the results yeah. and prove the critics wrong one more time. What are they saying? They a, third, a third of the children coming up through the border are not the actual parents third, that they're with? Yeah. And and the the left is saying we're putting children in cages, we're yeah. separating these families. They never said it Can't when Obama do was doing it. A third of them aren't even families. I know it. I They're know using it. them. They're it's it's like so the DNA test was uh, used at the border for just just a few days ago. For I'm sorry, for just a few days, and it's already proven to be one of our law enforcement officers' most powerful weapons against child trafficking and the abuse of our immigration laws. They do an inner mouth swab mm-hmm. with like a Q-tip, yep. you know, yep. and they can run it in a couple, three hours while they detain everybody. And just sitting there for a couple, three hours while you're trying to emigrate to another country ain't a long time. And so they do the test and they found, hey, you guys aren't related at all. That ain't your kid. But you know what you're starting to get? Criticism from the left of violating. Oh, you're just violating their personal rights. Dude, their personal dude, stuff. you know what? A, a Mexican woman will come up through the Mexican border, get ripped. They blame they blame President Trump. You you have a kid whose yep. parents did not be able to feed them or give them water. They give them to the custody of the United States. The kid dies a day later. They blame uh, Border Patrol they, or they blame they, Trump. Right. I mean, dude, this is this is so out of control. This 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 
low class educational mentality to it is is so I don't even know what well, to think on, anymore. It was on May first that the Department of Homeland Security started and announced this first pilot program in this new form of rapid DNA testing. Yep. This is being done in order to verify whether adults apprehended across the border are really part of a family unit. And uh, despite these repeated warnings and mounting evidence that human traffickers were claiming unrelated children as their own, the announcement met with immediate backlash from open border groups such as the ACLU. ACL can go eat <laughs> a dick. That's what they can eat. I said it. ACLU can <laughs> eat a dick. Well, why did I say that? ACLU that was so unprofessional, bro. That was so unprofessional. But you know what? I'm sticking with it now. I said it. Liberals can blow me. Wow, so, Roberts. At uh, the time, I was compelled to uh, author an article, this guy says, defending the program, knowing how many children it could save from the horrors of exploitation by coyotes in the trans, uh, transnational uh, sex trade. And the new DNA tests, which produce results in about 90 minutes, that's an hour and a half, and are destroyed afterwards to protect the personal privacy, went into the field despite objections by the ACLU and other groups. And what do you suppose, Rocky, their objections are? Oh, you're violating their yeah. personal space. Mm -hmm. You're taking their saliva. Mm -hmm. um, they were used only for a few days and only at a select few sections of the border, but that's all it took for the program to show its worth. And almost immediately after Immigration and Custom Enforcement ICE, agents began using the simple cheek swab test and began to make their jobs easier. Mm. Uh, a Department of Homeland Security spokesman told reporters that some migrant adults admitted they took someone else's kids with them and oh, lied yeah. about being family before they even submitted their samples. Dude, we knew and that months ago. Goes, we knew that months ago. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, DNA testing, it's a simple, unobtrusive, inexpensive tool that makes it more difficult for criminals to exploit vulnerable children and it removes this major incentive for human traffickers, and we ought to implement it across the entire border and do so as quickly as possible in an area that uh, public policy fraught with all this friggin' controversy and polarization. This should be a rare no-effing-brainer. You know, it's interesting. You know, all these noble people that are coming across the southern border, you know, yeah. in, in regards to what the ACLU was claiming, I, yep. I think it's something in the tune of like 70 or 80% of them are not going to their court dates after they get I, the court I date. Know. I know. Well, you know, they're supposed to be these namaste yeah. brothers and sisters, you know, and, and stealing people's children to get into the United States and uh, the rape epidemic. Like, what is it? 90% of women get raped that are trying yes. to get through the United States. But nobody talks about that. Don't talk about that. They're more concerned about yeah, taking our guns. And you know what? You know what? The the problem, the hypocrisy of this is this. It's that even people on the left know that this stuff is going on. Yeah, man. The only reason they're opposing it is because of Trump's stance it's on it. immigration. It's all because of That's Trump. The only reason. It has nothing to do with the and security of this country. It has nothing to do with the security of the American people. It has nothing to do with economic values. It all has to do because it's Donald freaking Trump. Yep. Yep. Freaks. So we got a minute, Scotty. I've not had my fill with that. It, it gets you angry, gets it, you worked it, up. So we started the show and we're talking about it because see, I get 
this is the shit that pisses me off. And when I get pissed off, I can't think rational. I'm not, I'm not doing any favors of the people listening Dude. or watching. I just said the ACLU can eat a dick. I'm not supposed to say that kind of shit, yeah. bro. Uh, oops. Oops. Uh, you know, brother, if, if we had a second hour, we'd be on fire. I just, or fired <laughs> Dude, this, it, this stuff gets me tired. You know what I'm saying? It gets me tired. It, it tires my brain. Human beings wear me out. Um, and, and I don't know, man, I just, you seen that video I posted yesterday. Here's this homeless guy who yep. had one of the most, oh, and, and, listen to that, dude, I'm telling you. And that's, there's a guy who had a reflection of life that most people don't have, you know? And, and, and if you do, it's because yep. you understand the pain he is preaching. Um, and unfortunately the people that are making the decisions for this country have never felt that humiliation. So how can they truly represent yep. us? Yep. Uh, it's like uh, I was mentioning last week. Uh, yeah, I love that song. You're segueing to something to go out kind of easy on. That old song, and I don't remember which country Western star sings it. It's old, and it has a lot of meaning to my mom. Mm. My mom was shot by yeah. in the chest yeah. by her former uh, uh, estranged husband. Yeah. Now, this is back in 99. 40 seconds. And uh, I remember she... Jumped back in her van. He's chasing her around her van in the garage. She throws it into reverse, crashes through the garage door, literally the closed door, takes it out onto the street, Larpenter Avenue in St. Paul, and heads over to the police station. And then she wakes up, uh, she crumples on the floor, then they take her to Regent's Hospital. All that, that short version of the story. And uh, she said, I have no remembrance of doing any of this. And she, and she said, somebody was guiding my hands and, and my driving. And there's that song, and she would sing it afterwards. That one that says, I believe there Five are seconds, angels Roberts. around it. So there you go. All right, folks, That's Streaming Talk guy. Radio, streamingtalkradio.com, mojo50.com. Don't take shit from nobody. Love you guys.